This is Life with Catherine, episode 39. I'm going to get into it this week with a whole bunch of things I've been working on and doing. I'm also setting up a bunch of interviews. Uh, I've always been promising that for a while, but uh, it's going to happen. I've got a whole bunch scheduled for the next two weeks, and I've got some future ones planned as well. So I'm really excited about that. And I'm excited to bring you these stories, which was the intent of the podcast, was to bring you some amazing stories of different people that I've come across and also things I've been doing in my life. So here we go. This is Life with Catherine. Sharing stories from my heart with a smile. And I'll even sing once in a while. Together, we'll learn more about the people who inspire me. Come along, pond. Of course, I left my amazing sounding recorder at work. (laughs) So we're going to be recording with my cell phone. Sorry if it's not super awesome sounding. This week, I got to have a really cool experience. Um, We have an Oculus Rift at one of the locations uh, in my life. I, we had, there's an Oculus Rift and I got to try it out, the glasses, the Oculus, and it was so cool. So the difference between virtual reality and mixed reality is in virtual reality, you're basically completely um, void of the world. So you can't see anything except what is in those glasses. Mixed reality is where you can still see um, that table in front of you, but you can change the color of it. You can move things around. So you can still see the floor underneath you and move around, but you have the glasses on and you can, excuse me, change a whole bunch of things. Anyway, so I got to try the virtual reality glasses. Thank you, Kinsley. It was so exciting. I was like a little kid jumping up and down. And, uh, She created a world that was filled with, like I put the glasses on and there were butterflies everywhere, seriously. And you could put your hand out and they would land on your hand and it was so real, it was so cool. Usually I have problems with virtual reality. I find I have motion sickness and vertigo. Oh my gosh, I'm so tired. I don't mean to say that. Um, I have problems with vertigo, but for some reason with this, it was fine. And there was this little guy, he was like, if you did what he said, he would give you bonus points and things like that. So basically I was in a room and I could just make as many butterflies as I wanted. I can move around the room and touch different things and interact with them. It was totally spectacular. And anyone else around could see it on the screen. I know people were taking pictures of me during it. So I know there's going to be pictures of me showing up. Oh, well, I can hear them laughing. So I know it's getting it. But anyways, the, the people not with the glasses on can see what I'm doing on the screen. Sorry, it's Saturday night. <laughs> so um, there was also, you could build rockets. You could, um, you could use like this digital laser printer and print what you wanted. It was so so neat. I was like blown away. I don't want to give away too much because it's her project, but I was like, oh my god. It was amazing. And then of course, you know I have a big imagination, so I completely went to, what if this was Doctor Who world and I could interact? 
and imagine stepping into the TARDIS and doing all that stuff. And uh, I was freaking out just with the idea of it. And that's where we're going, right? That's where we're going with technology. And then later in the evening, it hit me. Oh my God. What if there was a weeping angel from Doctor Who? <laughs> that's the things that freak you out in the dark. What if you, they put set that up? So I was having my own little meltdown because of it. I have some friends at work that like Doctor Who, so it's really fun to to interact that way. I've never really had anyone to do that with at work, so it's kind of fun. Um, we're just talking about Doctor Who. I love it. Um, let's see what else. Oh, we had a summer student and his um, co-op with us, and it was so, like, he's a, such a nice guy. He's, I don't know, 20 years old. And uh, I kind of had an awkward moment because I went to give him a handshake to say congratulations and thanks for coming. And he was giving me a hug. So we both kind of stopped and and it was like, oh my God, I'm so sorry. And I was like, freaking come here. I'll give you a hug. I was trying to be like all professional. And he was like, give me a break. And he gave me a hug. It was really funny. It was so awkward. But obviously, he, I'm neurotic, so I held on to it. But he was—he just laughed. He's like, please, I have met you. And uh, yeah, just it was really fun to, to interact with him. He's been there for a few months, and, and now he's gone back to university. Um, I had a, another really cool moment this week. We have a person at my office who, I don't want to give away who it is, but they're... Um, they're in our hiring program. They're part of the process. So it could be someone in HR, it could be someone in leadership. It's somebody is part of the process of new hires. And they stopped me in the hallway and looked at me very intently, seriously, and said, I just want to stop you and tell you that you are extraordinary at your job. The skills you bring, bring everything, the whole program to life. And I'm so glad that it's you doing that. I was like, oh my God, thank you very much. Like, they don't have to say that. Obviously, people like what I do. That's why I'm there, right? But I was just like, oh my gosh, thank you so much. I was just like, wasn't expecting it from this specific person. They just were very gracious and they were like, you're an amazing person and these new hires are so lucky to have you. And I said, oh my God, thank you. And it was like, well, I feel like everybody deserves the same fair shot at coming into a company and having the chance to show who they are, break the ice, give them a chance to completely start off on the strongest foot possible and positive and get them started and going on what they are there for. And uh, she was like, oh my God, I never thought of it that way. Oh my God, you can just talk all day. <laughs> it was really funny. It was a great moment to interact with somebody. Well, you know, when you work hard and you work long hours, sometimes I do, and uh, you put your heart and your soul into it and somebody says something like that, I was, it was just really nice. And uh, thank you very much to her. I have 
Oh my gosh, a whole bunch of episodes coming up. I'm recording with Miranda this week. I used to work with her and it's going to be really fun because she was part of my team that used to completely be silly and ridiculous, but also professional and fun. And I can't wait. Uh, talking to other people in that group recently too, and they just make me so happy. They nicknamed me Sea Money for some reason, as if I'm like this cool rapper or something. <laughs> anyway, so she's like, Sea Money, I can't wait to see you and talk to you. So it was just like, I couldn't, I can't wait to talk to her. Natasha, I'm going to be talking to her. She also was on that same team for a time. And um, she is now a yoga instructor and it's all about wellness and health. And every time I talk to her or read anything she's done, I feel like a million bucks. And it's just like, I have to have her on the show. So I've talked to her. We're going to set that up. We have Dan that uh, has spent a, a quite a bit of time from what I know. My friend Dan is... Uh, is going to talk hopefully about Iqaluit and places. I've never been there. I don't know what it's like to live there. He lived there. And so I'm going to ask him about that and a whole bunch of other things he's done. And so I'm just setting that up, hopefully for this week. I believe it is for this week. Uh, Devin, we've got on the, play, the plate. Um, he's going to talk hopefully about Switzerland. Um, I have... I'm still pestering Matt Paxton to come on from the show hoarders. He's... He said he would in January, so it's, I'm trying to make it happen still. But um, what happened was Hoarders ended up having their finale. And so he had to do a lot of press for months and when it happened. And so obviously I would just give someone their space when real media is looking to talk to them and then when it settles down. So I'm reconnecting with him. He has some amazing stories on his podcast called Five Decisions Away. I used to listen to it all the time and I've moved on and done other things, but something about his stuff really connected with me. His point is you're always five decisions away from success or failure. Five decisions. Now you can't be paranoid about them, but every decision you make has impacts. On your future and he has amazing stories that I've listened to his podcast used to be in the steamer he called it the steamer I think it, the fans voted on where it was he did he's done some amazing stuff he was invented his whole childhood he was working from the time he was very young anyways he's got amazing stories I try to stay away from the hoarder stuff because I have anxiety and it could just be so stressful for me he has some amazing stories uh, he has this theory that there is some very, very big difference between quitting something and strategically stopping. Sometimes you have reached your limit and it doesn't make any sense to go on. That is not the same thing as quitting. So he has a lot of input like that, that really connected with my mind um, and really connected with my heart that, you know, sometimes you can just beat your head against the wall and just go, I don't want to quit this. Sometimes you have to because it's a strategic stopping. So he has all kinds of stories. I can't wait to talk to him. Well, I need to get Special K back on soon and talk about esoteric geometry. I'm sorry to pester you. I'm sorry. <laughs> it's just, I love science so much. I just keep bothering him all the time about science. <laughs> um, 
Gotta get Alan Haig Brown on. He's the author of the Bush book, Bush book Fishing for a Living. He's going to talk about um, fisherman stories and all kinds of stuff about that. He's written tons of books. Uh, my husband Brian is going to come on again and he's going to talk about inventions that he's come across. So he's been researching different um, unique inventions and the people behind them. And I thought that was a really cool idea. And we have um, one of my newer friends. I'm so excited. She sent me her book and I'm going to be reading it. I read literally line one today. Um, but we're go I'm going to be learning about shareholder values. So she's written a book and I'm going to really invest myself in, in trying to understand this. It's way over my head. I know nothing about any of this stuff. But I thought, you know what? What I could absorb, even if I absorb 10 pages of the whole thing, um, I think it will be incredibly worth it. So I'm really excited to see what pieces I absorb and the heart behind it, um, the knowledge behind it. And it is a fascinating topic because we throw around that word shareholder value all the time. We, we just throw it around. What does it mean? Where does it come from? And what defines it? And what has financial impacts on it? What has business impacts on it? Not just from a bottom line, but there's economical, social, there's social responsibility, there's all kinds of things. And I know that's not necessarily what her book is about. I haven't read it yet, I don't know. But that idea, it just got my mind going all in all places, as usual, I'm all over the place. So I can't wait to read her book and then um, digest the knowledge and then I am going to have her on the show. And somebody just moved the door and banged the door and I don't know if they're coming in the room here. Nope, they know I'm recording. No, okay. So that page is done. Uh, who else? Oh my gosh. So there's all kinds of people. My friend Lisa from, I don't know, gosh, what episode. <laughs> Go back and look what episode Lisa was on. But she is uh, now riding her motorbike across Canada. And <laughs> I just can't wait to hear about her adventures. When she comes back, I am the first phone call she has to make because I can't wait to hear. Well, maybe not the first. But I can't wait to hear about her adventure. Uh, there was one other one. There was somebody. Oh, oh my gosh, I know what it is. So if you go back and listen to episode 13, which is Brandon Walker, he is in the freaking playoffs right now. Oh my gosh. It is going to be game six tomorrow. It's Saturday, but Sunday is going to be game six of the Stanley Cup playoffs. And all my high school friends are freaking out and we're all reconnecting and talking. Well, I mean, we already knew each other, but it's really fun to cheer for somebody. It has nothing to do with me, nothing to do with my podcast. And that's why I don't retweet that episode while he's popular right now. I mean, he's always popular, but I'm just letting it be about him. But I am just jumping up and down. I almost didn't watch the one of the games because it was just too stressful. I was like, no, I can't do it. And uh, one of my friends was like, yes, you can. You have to. It's so excited. I'm so excited for him because he's worked so hard for it and it's everything to do with him. So <laughs> go Brandon. Hashtag go Preds. I am just like freaking out. So happy for him. 
you deserve it. He deserves it. And I can't wait. I can't wait to see what happens. Uh, what else happened? I am just going to check the audio. Yep, it's still recording. Oh, I watched movies this week. I watched Doctor Strange. And it reminded me a lot of the movie Inception with the freeform video, uh, digital, the freeform of the way the world is set. I don't know, go back and watch Inception. I don't have any words right now. But it reminded me of that so much. It was surprising. I, I liked it and I enjoyed it. Did I love it? No, but I'm not really a superhero movie kind of person anyways. But, you know, I'll watch a fantasy show for fun anyway. So, Doctor Strange, well done, Benedict Cumberbatch. I forgot it was him in the movie, so well done. And, uh, yeah, it was really cool. I It was just a nice movie to watch if you were just going to sit down on a Saturday night. Um, I'm going to take a drink right now. So, settle down. I'm not perfect. Oh, last night I watched the uh, Hassan Minaj documentary, I guess a comedy special, but really about his life, called Homecoming King. Homecoming King. That guy is a real artist. He put together a show about his life and was incredibly vulnerable and laid it all on the line. I couldn't believe what he put together. And there that story that he tells living with racism living with trying to change racism and have the discussion living with vulnerabilities living with strict parents immigrant parents which i i'm not used to i mean i i have friends i've interacted but i haven't lived that life where It's a different world. I don't want to give it away. It's his story to tell. So I 100% recommend Hassan Minaj's Homecoming King. And it's H-A-S-A-N-M-I-N-A-J. Well done, Hassan. I am going to meet that guy one day. And I am going to shake his hand and possibly hug him. Or maybe we'll have an awkward moment where one is the other. <laughs> like that student... <laughs> Anyways, that is on my bucket list. I am going to meet that guy because he is changing a discussion. And he brought so much heart to his own story. And he's so well-spoken and so well-scripted. I'm sure he said it a billion times, but somehow it felt honest. Very honest. I have... Uh, I love in the evenings, especially on work days, I turn on YouTube. And as usual, I watch everything science related. However, I've pretty much exhausted all the documentaries that I'm interested in on uh, Netflix. So, uh, and we don't have BBC Earth right now. I'm waiting for it to come back to free preview. But I, so I've been uh, watching lectures on YouTube and as much as I try to go to other universities like Harvard and UC Berkeley and all that, I usually end up at <laughs> Yale. Just Yale. It's just something about the way those teachers are, the, all the different teachers. There was one from Harvard, Harvard I really liked as well. So 
I watched one called The Early Middle Ages, 284 to 1000. And I am going to have to listen to that about six times and take notes. It was the intro to the program, to the course of itself. So people would come in and go, okay, I don't know if I want to take this course. So they're going to talk about generally what they're going to talk about. And then I'll know if I want to take this. And if not, I'll just leave and go find another intro. So I never even knew that happened. So that's what this was. And the, the professor gave people a bunch of different chances to come in and leave. And during this open discussion or op not open discussion, uh, open learning event. Anyway, so there were a billion things that I was interested in. And one of the guys goes, blah, 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 Cistercian. And I'm like, oh, I remember that from, from when Special K was talking about it, the currency. And they talked about currencies and when dollar bills came in versus uh, silver and gold and different things. So they go on and on about all that. They talk about city layouts. I was just completely fascinated. There was the... Maybe I'm mixing it up. I watched a bunch. There was also the Roman Empire itself. Uh, there was Persia. There was all kinds of stuff. And it tangents. I watched two lectures anyways. They all kind of merged together. But I was completely fascinated and completely hooked with the Roman Empire. And th there's this idea that monarchies didn't always have... Sorry, like... The legacies of the emperor and things, it wasn't always that it was passed down to your kids. It all actually used to be, for many, many years, it would be whoever they chose. I choose, I anoint this person. It had nothing to do with who you are related to. And it was a different kind of succession planning, I guess, if you want to call it. And I just thought it was really interesting, but there were many, many years where it had nothing to do with who you were related to. But at one point in history, I have to go back and learn again, I have to take notes and learn all the dates. But there was this chunk of history where there were good emperors. And uh, the professor quantifies it with, you know, <laughs> I'm sure there was some slavery at the time. I'm sure women didn't have completely equal rights. But in this time period, there were merciful emperors. There were, uh, they were fair emperors. And so anyways, I have to go and listen to a whole chapter just on them. But there was a phase of time that was called the good emperors. So I'm going to go learn more about that. And city layouts, they went in depth about that and how it can make or break a place. It can make or break the success of it the financial success, the agricultural success, the um, civil unrest, the and sometimes monarchs didn't last very long. So these projects still went on. Anyways, I'm sure it's I was fascinated. Anyways, I had listened to I listened to it and I got to go listen to it again. In my opinion, I just want to absorb the whole story first, like listen to start to finish and then go back and take notes. I don't want to miss the spirit of what they're talking about by just taking notes. I also watched uh, on YouTube, um, Lawrence Krauss. <laughs> he blew my mind when he was on the Joe Rogan podcast talking about uh, artificial intelligence, AI, talking about all kinds of stuff. 
Brian Cox, my absolute 100% favorite professor. He was also on the Joe Rogan Experience. I didn't listen to it for quite a few, like I listened to it forever before. Then I took a break and I've been, because I've exhausted all the documentaries, I've, I'm interested in freeform thinking and long discussions, which Joe Rogan is excellent at. So I was listening to Lars Krauss and then I listened to Brian Cox on there. I also listened to Neil deGrasse Tyson and he was really fun. Um, Sam Harris I listened to and he talked a lot about um, veganism. Is that a word? Being a vegan. He is now moving into new topics. I haven't quite moved past that. But um, he's talking in next, uh, I think it's, he started in talking about um, antibiotics and how we should be investing so much more in the next phase of antibiotics that don't have the ability to uh, wear down so that we, oh God, so that we don't, um, like, you know, we, we use it so much, then we don't, ha it doesn't have any potency left. So we need to be working on the next one. And he says, we're absolutely crazy for not investing in that next step. And it's either um, the government or corporations and neither seem to be working on it. So it, it'll probably have to rely on some foundations like Bill Gates Foundation, stuff like that. So he's starting to talk about those things and I'm quite interested in that. So I'm only halfway through Sam Harris. He has a bunch of different interviews. But yeah, that's the one. I, so I'm currently on um, Sam Harris. All right, I'm going to pause for a second. <laughs> for real? I just recorded myself saying... We're going to take a detour uh, in the podcast now, and I'm going to few, sing a few songs about singing songs about singing and songs, and I just went in this endless rabbit hole, and the song name of is the song I'm singing is, anyways, it was quite ridiculous. So, I'm a human being. I sometimes trip over my words. Um, I kind of had a friend ask me this week to sing for her. And I barely sing at all right now. It's okay. There's lots of things on the go for me. Anyway, so she was asked me to. I sang for her. And I just kind of wanted, thought, you know what? I'm going to add in a song or two here. And oh my God, I don't know which ones I'm going to do. Um, but of course, my beautiful sounding recorders at work. So <laughs> because I'm recording a bunch of episodes this week. And I'm sorry if the audio isn't perfect, but... That's what we're going with. So I thought it'd be fun. I only meant to love you. Didn't you know it, babe? Didn't you know it? And why couldn't you? I'd say that hey, 
episode for this week. Thank you for listening. I also recorded an entire 45 minutes of me talking about Romeo and Juliet and the story, breaking it down, um, putting it into my own language, my own words, and decoding it. And I, it's going to have to be its own episode. And I'm only halfway through the book and I already have 45 minutes. So we're going to do that on a future episode. And Thank you so much for listening, and it's okay if you did like it or didn't like it. I don't really have a problem with that. I'm trying to let go of things like that and just be myself and just create content that means something to me. And the people who've agreed to come on the show mean something to me. Their stories mean something to me. I'm just so interested in what they're doing. I know it's incredibly neurotic to have a podcast called Life with Catherine and literally talk about myself all the time. So I really want to get back into talking about and to other people because that's the heart of everything is how interesting people are and what they've done and sharing those stories with you because people are fascinating and inspiring. Thank you for listening. Bye.